0: podcast. I'm Wes McBee and today we are sponsored by Monarch Social Brand. Are you looking to take the next step and get your own website? Look no further than Monarch Social. Affordable, cutting-edge, designed with experience in mind. Monarch Social will not only get your website started for you, they can also host it and set you up with a starter SEO package. Head over to monarchsocialbrand.com for more information. We're also sponsored by Dark Prime Collectibles. Um, Wizards of the Coast decided to push back the soft launch date for the return of in-store play for Magic the Gathering and other associated games, but that doesn't mean it's not coming soon. At the end of this month, um, Dark, Prime, Dark Prime Collectibles will be taking people coming in and sitting down and playing Magic like the good old days, so make sure you go check them out. They're super excited, and I promise you the community of Dark Prime Collectibles is one of the best. They'll bring you in. They'll teach you how to play if you've never played. They'll get you familiarized with the current meta, and there's tons of stuff to look at in the shop. Um, If you're interested in that, go check out darkprimecollectibles.com, or you can check out their location at 354 State Street, Clearfield, Utah, 84015. And last but not least, Happiest Med. Happiest is the number one place to go for premium CBD that won't break the bank. It is locally owned and sourced here in Utah, and it is safe for work, meaning there's no THC. They have something for everyone, and I personally use their number two broad spectrum. Uh, head over to, the, to their websites, happiestmed.com, that is H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com. Thank you guys for sponsoring. Today, I'm super excited to have you. We have Kenny uh, Ingersoll on, um, host of Dreadno Mondays, and also um, the professional, the business professional. and. Uh, I've been following your Facebook recently and I love what you've been putting out. I love the engaging posts you've been having. It seems like a lot of people have been enjoying the conversations you've been putting out.
1: Oh, thank you. And thank you for having me on the show. I, I've i been watching news as well. And, um, you know, it's great to be able to see the interaction as well as be able to hopefully provide something of value out there. So it's always good to see it go full circle.
0: Yes, I agree. I love having, I love having such different... People on the podcast, you know, because I I try and hit the range of Utah from individuals who are business owners to teachers to you know people who make money playing games online for for their uh, career. And I'm excited to have you on because I definitely want to know more about your uh, your business life, like your professional life, because you've definitely been involved in a lot of things over the years. Well,
1: yeah, it's, it took a while. Uh, I I've um done myself if you will a, kind of a late bloomer and finally figuring out what my niche is but uh, my parents were entrepreneurs and business owners so i had that background kind of growing up and I, I dabble here and there kind of between you know through school and then between jobs and stuff and dabble and you know started a few different businesses but i finally found one in the financial industry that suits me and it fills my passion and um is coincided with what I want to do with helping people.
0: I think that that's kind of where a lot of uh, entrepreneurs end up at some point in their life is they realize that the thing that really clicks for them is just helping, helping either if it's financial, if it's, you know, a product that really generates value for them, or even if it's just helping another person who wants to start up a business, it just seems like entrepreneurs in general end up in that area of just helping individuals. And it's very interesting to see. I don't know, every entrepreneur that I've talked to ends up either later in life or even right when they start off finding some sort of niche where it's help.
1: Yeah, it's funny that you wouldn't think of how fulfilling it can be to to serve others. Mm. You you wouldn't associate that at first, at least for me and people that I've talked to, you don't associate that with self-fulfillment. Serving others... But it fills you more you get more out of it
0: than the people you help i i agree it's like that it's like that strange i don't know it's like the feeling you get when you go to uh like donate your time somewhere go and volunteer somewhere like it's that same feeling and even though you're doing a good deed and you're helping it actually boosts yourself more i think and it's, it's such a weird feeling and i mean I think if anyone out there who hasn't been able to spend some time either donating or providing some sort of service for others to help, like, do it. It makes you feel really good. It, it gives you a drive and it gives you fulfillment.
1: Oh, yeah. And there's so many opportunities to help, you know, even holding the door at uh, the grocery store or a restaurant or something like that or, you know, simple little things like that. Mm-hmm. And, go
0: a big way i i think even the small things like you said like the door opening like it just will generally make your day better because then when you when it happens to you you realize like oh man they went out of their way to do just a small little task that's awesome like it's i don't know i feel like we're kind of straying away from that in society so it's nice to see more people who are talking about it and wanting to do that for individuals
1: yeah i love that and that's you know um, that's part of the reason why i started the the podcast that I do. And I think that's part of the reason why you did is to bring to life those, those things, those opportunities, uh, the people that help others and people that do serve and kind of giving them a spotlight, if you will.
0: Absolutely. And it's kind of like a, it's a weird uh, fulfillment for me just to be able to give anyone who wants to talk a place to come and talk. You know, there's no prerequisites. You don't have to be a certain this or that. Like, there's a lot of individuals who have hours and hours and hours of stories to tell and nowhere to tell it. (laughs) So it's nice to kind of have a place where they can come and express their, uh, their life. But you talked about your podcast, which is dread no Mondays. Um, That the idea of Mondays for so many individuals is like the downfall of their week. You know, they Sunday hits, and then they immediately start thinking like, Oh man, got to go back to do this on Monday, got to go back to work. In reality, if you find something that really is your passion and you fall in love with it, you don't dread Mondays. You really don't.
1: Absolutely. You know, and, and my, my uh, podcast, Dread no Mondays focuses on what you focus on. You know, um, I started it because I used to hate Mondays because of work for that very reason. But You know, as I've learned and observed, you know, Mondays could be mowing the lawn. Mondays could be giving the dog a bath, you know, there could be a financial struggle, there could be a physical challenge. There could be a school paper that you have to do. That could be your Monday, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know? So, so what we try to do is focus on how we can look at the bright side and what we can learn from it or grow from it, you know, um, going back to the physical challenge. As an example, you know, what go from woe is me to look how much stronger I am because of, or even mowing the grass, you know, I don't necessarily enjoy mowing my lawn, but I love the smell of fresh cut grass and you know, I love the way it feels and just be able to enjoy my yard. So if I focus on that versus the mowing itself, my Monday is a whole lot better
0: exactly I think that there's this mindset that people get stuck in where they have this task and it starts building in their head to be this either impossible or super strenuous or something they just mentally hate doing and this task just starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where they end up either not doing it or pushing themselves to mental or physical exhaustion because they're just so negative about it but like you said if you look at the bigger picture, you look at the end result. Like, like you said mowing the grass, it it sucks, you know, it's hot outside, it's tiring, it can get get sweaty and gross. But then once you're done, you can sit out there with a nice, you know, lemonade and see how beautiful your grass is and how great it smells and you're you're done with that task and you're happy. And it's just shifting like you said, it's like shifting that mindset to not how bad the task is, how awesome that result's going to be.
1: Absolutely, you know, and, and what you've what you learned from it or the connections you've made. You know, um, you were a guest on my show and we talked about you starting your podcast and kind of the challenges that you went through and how how much you enjoy it, even though you had the challenges, you know, you didn't let those challenges or um whatever stop you from enjoying it. You know, like I still get nervous in front of a camera and microphone. It's like, ah, camera, what do I do? It's the
0: same, the same. I still like every single week 30 minutes before i get those butterflies and i'm like oh i'm i don't feel good i don't know
1: (laughs) yeah like even even before today our our interview today i was like i was driving home and stuff i'm like i kind of want a flat tire so i have a reason (laughs) you know just those butterflies like you're talking but you know again going back to that end result i love the stories and even the things that i've learned from my own show oh yeah you, like the saying goes a teacher is usually the, the best student
0: that's been the craziest thing that i've learned so far doing this you know i'm i think you'll end up being episode 240 242 for me and that's 242 episodes of talking to individuals and hearing their stories and hearing their life and you know when i originally thought thought of doing this i was like well I'll, i have stories to tell you know i'll listen to people will be good content but in reality i've grown into a different individual just from hearing people's life experiences hearing how someone five blocks away from me had a completely different lifestyle you know we're so close to each other like we're i can throw a rock and hit my friend's old house but i had no idea the things he was going through and it's just learning getting those new perspectives and you know learning from them has been an honor honestly like you said the teacher is the best student it's it's gaining all that information and changing my perspective. And I wouldn't, I, I'm glad that I never stopped doing the podcast.
1: Absolutely. And like you said, you know, being able to give that person a place to share their story, you know, and being able to share it with our audiences yeah, is, is my favorite part.
0: Yeah. And I always thought like, if I could just, if someone comes and watches the show and I, they're able to be entertained or they learn at least one thing or they, maybe think a little bit harder than they would have if they didn't like, that's a win for me. It's never been about the, you know, the dollars or the big views or the anything like that. It's the, you know, I grew up in an age where when I started getting into like junior high and high school, you know, YouTube was pretty big and the idea of podcasts were kind of starting like people were doing things that would turn into podcasts later. And uh, a lot of those content creators, changed my life and helped me through difficult times. And uh, I just got to that point where I'm like, I want to be able to do that for individuals because now I'm happy enough that, you know, I want to see if I can provide that for other individuals. Because, I mean, there's been content creators who read fan mail and, you know, they're changing individuals' lives. And I would love to be able to just help someone through something if they're going through a hard time or distract them from whatever the problem is they're going through
1: absolutely you know i I love it and the connections i've made that i probably wouldn't have otherwise you know i'm very grateful for that
0: yeah connections are definitely the big thing too um tell me a little bit more about the your your career right now your your entrepreneurial lifestyle
1: oh yeah uh, like i said i've grown up with that entrepreneurial bug and you know i knew that uh, i'd never fit the nine to five mold You know, that just wasn't for me, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing or anything like that, but, you know, I know that I never fit in that mold and so I've always dabbled here and dabbled there and did the whole, you know, lawn mowing and snow shoveling and all that stuff. And and I finally, five years ago, I got introduced with the financial services industry and that's where I'm at and, you know, I love helping people with that and just seeing that that weight lifted off their shoulders or that the light at the end of the tunnel look in their eyes kind of thing like there's there's light at the end of the tunnel you know just it's amazing you know and then being able to help my own family and the things i've learned to to be able to help myself and my family and just want to share with everyone else and
0: i, I think money is one of those hardest things too is because i mean if you're struggling with money that can really put your whole entire life at very scary situation whether that be not being able to pay rent or you know behind on mortgages or behind on car payments like that can have drastic impacts on your whole entire the other aspects of your whole entire life and being able to so do you do like do you do the financial planning to try and like get them in a direction to where they will be at a you know a good point
1: yeah i i can do basically the the whole spectrum you know savings retirement things like that however much they need or you know if they just have one simple question or want me to hold their hand for the next 25 years so to speak
0: right i mean i think you know, i i can't imagine the value that you generate for individuals because especially like the economy's scary right now and you know you get a lot of individuals who are a little a little fearful of their future whether that be retirement or you know their savings are dwindling or Maybe the payments are getting close to that week-to-week life, and you know they want to try and avoid that. And to be able to give them a plan and give them at least a vision to some uh, prosperity, I guess you could say, like give them a vision of stress relief has got to be an amazing feeling.
1: Oh, it's so so fulfilling, such an amazing. Um, I get to that—that that would be like the equivalent of an dr- adrenaline junkie going on the latest roller coaster. Right. In my- at least for me you know you're like <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know and and not just the money itself but a lot of it is the the mentality of understanding what money really is you know and not what society tells us it is or what's been handed down to us for the past 50 years because you know um what had what worked 20 years ago doesn't necessarily work the same here And, you know, it was just fine for them and stuff, you know, and my parents and family were the same way. That's what they knew. That's all they knew, you know. But when you are open-minded to the new ideas and stuff and at least willing to consider exploring those options and understanding better what money is and how it works in today's economy, that right there is...
0: Right, I mean, that right there is enough value for you know hours of discussions with individuals and i i think that m- money is one of those ones that it's it's so subjective how people look at it you know there's a lot of people who think that you have to have millions of dollars to be rich and there's individuals who think and if i'm bringing in 5k a month i'm the richest man on the planet so it's just interesting to see how different every individual look at money and it's uh it can, be, it can be definitely a slippery slope if you're not smart with it.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, and, it's, and it very easily can... M- money is a tool
0: mm-hmm.
1: that you can utilize, just like if I went into my toolbox and grabbed a screwdriver. But so often we let money put handcuffs on us, you know, and we're so fearful of running out of that money that it just in that whole mind frame prison if you will
0: yeah and it's sad to see and i really think that if more individuals were to take the time and sit down with someone like you they would realize how many options there are out there you know how many different tools you how much how much of a tool money is and how many different aspects you can use that tool in it's not just a you know hey let's sit on it let's make sure that we have at least a Months worth of payments. Like, there's a lot of stuff you can do to make more money with your money.
1: Absolutely, you know, and be more free. Like you said, it's what your goals are and stuff, and making sure it lines up. And you're you're controlling the money, not vice versa. Mm -hmm. And you know, being aware of how it works and what options you have out there.
0: I think that right there, what you said is super important. Is that you know each individual is in control of the money and not the other way around. I think there still are a lot of individuals. I would say probably the majority think that money controls them. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not a negative thing to say. It's just learning those new perspectives can really change that outlook and not only reduce your stress, but who knows, might take you to a place you never thought you could get to.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, money talk is uh, one of those talks for individuals that can be super exciting. I mean, I remember... Um, my grandma when she was uh, like the first time she ever really started looking at her retirement and she didn't have any idea and we were able to get her a financial advisor and a planner to kind of sit down with her and explain it and it was like like you said it was like that light at the end of the tunnel she was like oh I can do all that with it I thought that I couldn't do any of that no 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 like it's your money (laughs) like you have lots of options with it yeah And one of
1: the analogies that I love using, you know, going back to that awareness, is you're digging a a trench with a shovel, because you're you're that's all you know and stuff. But there's a excavator fifteen feet away, full of gas, got a nice cold Pepsi in there, air conditioning (laughs) at your fingertips.
0: Yep. You
1: you don't know about it, and you know, so you just (laughs) shovel.
0: You know, and it's kind of a bummer because I think a lot of people don't know about it because. A, we don't really get taught about it in a lot of school systems. I remember that I had to go out of my way to take an elective that taught me a lot of stuff about financial planning and financial strategies. It wasn't just a class that was taught in a high school or a community college as like a required one. And uh, I feel like a lot of people, that's where the the... The mindset mindset never shifted was they just weren't properly taught these things so they just thought like well i'll follow either what my family is doing or what my friends are doing when in reality you probably want to let the professionals explain what you should do i mean i i know that families can a lot of families have been super successful in following the family rules isn't or following the families like traditions isn't bad but sometimes having someone who knows what they're doing explain it can really drastically change your outlook
1: yeah absolutely just just being that open mind you know doesn't necessarily mean you're you're gonna choose that channel or that path or whatever but at least being willing to explore a little bit more and you know and and being open to the idea of new concepts and possibilities and stuff
0: yeah i mean that's and that goes for a whole bunch of aspects in life always having a little bit of an open mind to hearing and seeing and looking up new things can, who knows what might hit and change your whole entire perspective.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, it could, it could apply to all aspects of your life. Like you said.
0: Yeah. It's very cool. I wanted to talk to you a little bit too, before we get done here, like what, what does Kenny like to do when he's not um, doing podcasting or, you know, or financial planning? Like, do you got some hobbies on the side you enjoy?
1: Oh yeah. Um, we're, we are more like summer hobby things we're not much for snow sports but we like camping we like fishing traveling you know uh, some movies and stuff and board games kind of thing yeah
0: so i'm excited for the summer i i'm a little scared it's going to be super hot because we're already what it's like 90 something today it's uh it's warm out here today but uh i'm excited to finally get out again and you know get going and go on some hikes, go do some camping, and it's a beautiful time of the year.
1: Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. It's And with no masks, that's...
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... I, uh, I had a weird experience, and I didn't think it was going to be weird. So last week, I went to the movies for the first time since COVID, and uh, it was strange. It felt strange being back in a public setting, where there was individuals again, like having fun, you know, cause for a long time we were all going to places where it's not necessarily fun, you know, shopping or, you know, food or whatever that is. But to finally go somewhere where people are congregating to have fun was a really, it felt foreign. It felt like a foreign experience again. And it was nice to finally have that, uh, that moment again, that felt, you know, normal. I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, we were in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago and I'm like,
0: people! <laughs> what? I can touch them! <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it busy down there? Have they gotten back to pretty busy or is it kind of slow still?
1: Um, I would say it was probably um about 90% of normal, at least in my experience, of what's um, busy.
0: Right, okay, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty that's pretty pumping i guess you could say for uh vegas because i know like right during the pandemic it was completely shut down and i had a i had a friend couple friends who went down there anyways to see like what they could do and they said it was odd it was like a barren wasteland like they didn't see anyone walking around nothing and they said they have videos of it it's kind of creepy because you know you think of vegas and you think of like the strip and Fremont street and everyone out there partying and having a good time and shopping. And they were on Fremont street and there was like six people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that too. And stuff. And I've seen the pictures and stuff of that, like Vegas ghost town. And well, that doesn't look like Vegas. No,
0: it's definitely eerie. It's a eerie feeling, but yeah, I agree with you. I'm glad that we're getting back to a, a little bit more of a normal reality, at least what we remember it being. And, you know, that summertime activities are definitely going to feel good again, going and camping and just relaxing, getting away from all of it.
1: And yeah, we're looking forward to it.
0: It's good. It's good. Well, let's close out. I kind of wanted to uh, give you an opportunity to let people, you know, or, or tell people where they can find you. Let my audience know where they can watch Dread No Mondays and get a hold of you if they need any financial planning.
1: So, yeah, I'm all over Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, I've, let's see here. Sorry, I just threw a blank real quick.
0: <laughs> You're okay. No worries.
1: You go to Ingersollenterprises.weebly.com. That's kind of my hub, and it's got all the links to everything else and stuff. And, and I'll send that to you as well. Yes, uh, please. But yeah, if you go uh, Ingersoll Enterprises. Weebly. Com, and it's got all links to YouTube and everything like that. So it's got my cell phone, email. So if people have any questions, they can call me, text me, email me directly.
0: And aside from the podcast, you've also been um, uploading on another channel, um, YouTube videos, uh, like discussion videos as well, right? I think I caught one yeah, of those.
1: I've got uh, I've got another show called. Um, Passions, purpose, and possibility, where we kind of talk about, you know, exploring your passion and finding what you're passionate about and being open to those possibilities and going after them and things like that, and kind of a mindset sort of show, if you will. And then also I I've been doing a a deep dive study of the book Think and Grow Rich. Mm. On my main YouTube channel, I've been kind of journaling what i've been learning you know so it's kind of a come along with me as i read this kind of thing and i i talk about what stood out to me and what it means to me
0: right kind of like a join my adventure while i learn type of uh type of series exactly
1: you know so
0: that book's fantastic too so that's definitely a good one to do that with
1: Oh, yeah, I've got it all printed out and spread over my table and, uh, <laughs> and forth and markers. and.
0: Yeah, it's one of those ones that, I don't know, I think I've read it like one and a half times so far, but it seems like individuals I talk to who are super into it can go through it three or four times and, you know, still pick things up on that last read.
1: Yeah, you you can, or at least for me, I could sit here for a week just on that book.
0: Yeah, it's it's insane. All right, well, I appreciate your time today, Kenny, and everyone watching today live. And then on the back end, make sure you go check out the links below and go check out his uh, his YouTube channels and the podcast, Dread No Mondays. Also reach out to him and uh, for any financial planning questions, or if you want to get him, uh, spend some time with him, you can set that up. And then uh, you know, maybe down the road, you and I can sit down again on each other's podcast and kind of give some updates.
1: Absolutely. Again, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Yep. All right, guys. Have a great night, everyone, and I'll talk to you later.